the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Yes, my name is Bill Bunkley and I'm glad to be with you this afternoon. Well, the results are in, and it looks like that New Hampshire has gone for socialism. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, it was not the 60% that the burn was able to uh, accomplish in terms of the total votes of his outing four years ago. But nonetheless, uh, he did get the most votes, and uh, Mayor Pete was in second. And uh, we've got uh, probably the two most most um, popular in terms of at least name recognition uh, members of that group uh, besides Bernie Sanders. Not doing too well. Elizabeth Warren has got to be very disappointed with uh, her finish in number uh, four. Joe Biden finished uh, number five. And, uh, of course, he's in North Carolina, and he is on life support. Uh, Certainly she's on life support as well, but uh, he's got to see just uh, how much of the African-American support he can gin up. So that's the uh, short version of the headlines for today. Uh, Something to consider, something certainly for us to be praying about. A lot of youngsters, a lot of young people in that part, that neck of the woods, that uh, are the college kids that believe that uh, socialism and what they're being taught by many of their liberal college professors, that that is the way to go, that is the way to equal out the playing field, et cetera, et cetera. And everybody would love a utopia where you can get whatever you want to get and uh, you use other people's money to accomplish it. That's the basis of socialism. And it works that way until the other people's money runs out then you got venezuela and you can see what's happening there then you have cuba and all you have to do is look at how most of the people are living in cuba especially outside of havana outside of the luxurious quote-unquote tourist cities of the uh, caribbean nation but uh, other than that eh, 
non-starter. So um, we've got a lot to talk about today. Very unusual day. <clears throat> We're going to be exploring three different books on the Bill Bunkley Show today. We're going to be tackling a book an hour. So let me go ahead and tell you a little bit about uh, today's show and what we're going to be talking about. One of our programmers, a dear friend to us here at uh, Salem Radio in West Central Florida, is Dr. Robert Jeffress. He's written a new book called Courageous, 10 Strategies for Thriving in a Hostile World. And so I'm looking forward to having a chance to uh, talk with him. And, of course, uh, you get a chance to uh, sit under his teaching right here on AM 570 and 910. So that's going to be up first at the bottom of the hour during uh, this hour, around uh, 335. Then we get into the 4 o'clock hour at about 430, 435. I'll just tell you the times. Don't normally do that because we don't want to put we want to put the cheese out there to you know entice you to stay for the whole show, but um, book number two today comes from another New York Times bestselling author, John Eldridge. He's written the new book, "Get Your Life Back: Everyday Practices for a World Gone Mad." Um, two different themes, but addressing the same world that we face. Interesting on the cover of this book is a uh, pleasure boat uh, that has been going around and around and around and around and around. And that's symbolic of many lives. Maybe it's symbolic of your life. You just seem like you're going around and around and around. And you feel empty. You feel like you're not accomplishing anything. Now, I happen to always refer to the pet store when you go over to the hamster cage. You know, that little hamster cage, you know, hamsters do three things. They sleep. They eat. We'll talk about the subsection of that one. They sleep, they eat, and they get in in that hamster run. It's amazing to me how they will run, 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 That thing's just going around in circles. They're not getting anywhere. But I tell you what, when they get off, time for a little drink. Then they'll go burl in under the wood chips or whatever you got in the bottom of the cage. But anyway, if your life is like that hamster on the hamster cage, let's see if John can help us in the second hour, John Eldridge, to sort of get your life back, reclaim it. Now, I want to tell you, <clears throat> all three of these I'm, I'm looking forward to, but the interview at 5.30, and I'm going to be mentioning this to our friends uh, with Regnery. This book comes from Regnery History, by the way. And um, this book, this has just gotten my attention big time. The name of the book is called Fight House. Now, that's a play on words for White House. So you've got uh, what looks to be, um, from the necktie down, the President of the United States in a customary blue suit jacket with a white shirt with a red tie. Got the White House seal on the lapel, but his tie pin, well, it's a boxing glove. So here we're going to explore this book called Fight House, 
Uh, Tevi Troy is uh, the author of it, best-selling author, and by the way, is a former White House advisor uh, as well. But White House uh, subtitle, Rivalry, Rivalries in the White House from Truman to Trump. Now about halfway through a read on this one, and it's been fascinating because you know about the turnover in the Trump White House, and it's very obvious to see that Trump's management style is uh, um, very direct, and uh, he's very much in control. But I'm going to recommend, well, I recommend all three of these books, and I'll tell you why for each hour, but this one, If you really want to go back and see how things were from the beginning, you're going to be looking at the the handoff from um, uh, President Roosevelt to Harry Truman when President uh, Roosevelt uh, died unexpectedly there in Warm Springs, Georgia. And then Truman becomes president, and you're going to go all the way down the line. And so this is really eye-opening, and it's, it's also a, a very interesting read for anybody who is in management because you're going to get exposed to a lot of um, um, a lot of ways to manage how different presidents managed and uh, depending on how they managed their assistants and their staff um, what aspects of their particular approach what was successful what was not successful, in some cases, what was a disaster. So we'll have that in the third hour. And so um, uh, I want to remind you of uh, today, very unusual day where we have not one, not two, but three different uh, opportunities um, to really recommend a good read. And with uh, President's Day weekend coming up, I'm glad that I have Jose here because if it wasn't for Jose, coming in because he also wasn't very well informed either. But when he got informed, I got informed and didn't realize that uh, we have an official holiday on Monday for President's Day. And I can't tell you how many times, man, I get so wrapped up and things are going on. And right now my my mind, uh, you know, I deal with a lot of frustration because my mind isn't quite back to where it was uh, pre-cancer treatment days. But uh, I can't tell you the number of times I, I came in Friday to do, do, you know, do our show, do our work, and someone says, yeah, you know, we're off Monday. Are you kidding me? Well, at least I know we're off today on Tuesday, uh, or Wednesday of this week, and then, uh, see what I mean? It's just the way it is. Just, 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 just got to hang with me, you know? Unlike your Uncle Ted that doesn't know whether he's going or coming, but... Um, uh, what you have is is uh, Monday we're going to be off, and so I get a three-day opportunity to sort of hang. So uh, we'll um, we'll get ready to enjoy that. By the way, there is a three-part miniseries coming up on the History Channel. I think it starts at 8 o'clock on Sunday night, but it is a three-part series on the history of George Washington. Uh, that, that dates back to the uh, beginning of uh, his term, as well as uh, an opportunity for uh, us to see how he came through the ranks, how he ended up being uh, the general. You'll, you'll see about that wintry crossing in the war 
and um, it looks pretty good to me. So I just thought I'd mention that to you because I'm trying to remember to set my DVR for that. Well, as you know, we give all the honor and the glory and the praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, this afternoon. And, um, you know, each of us have um, challenges each and every day. I've had a couple of challenges already, and I know you have as well. And I've uh, been talking to some folks that uh, have uh, have gotten real serious challenges or real serious news. And, you know, that's why you, you just want to have that relationship with the Lord. Because oftentimes things will come along and you will say to yourself, my stars, how, how am I going to address this? How am I going to take care of that? Or um, how, can I, how can I encourage someone? How can I bless someone? And so those are our opportunities each and every day. And uh, today has been no different. So I just want to tell you today is Wednesday. And with it being Wednesday, if your church has a midweek service and you're able to work that out with your schedule, in the hectic hectic world that we live in, and today we're going to talk about the subjects of being courageous in the world around us, um, how to get our life back, um, and we're also going to see, you know, struggles in management and struggles with people skills. All of those have something to teach us, not only as uh, uh, as a uh, macro issue, but it's also a, a micro issue. So I want to encourage you in the Lord, and um, if you uh, feel like there's been any distance between you and the Lord, if you have been a, an ongoing uh, veteran Christian, you know today's the day to say, Lord, I don't, I don't want any sunlight between you and I and our relationship to make that right. Also. This is a day that you can just you can just pray right where you're at to the God of the universe. And you can pray to his son, the Lord Jesus, and ask Jesus into your heart. And you can be saved this very, very moment and begin that exciting journey. And when we talk about quiet times and things we learn in our quiet time, it's just part of the exciting sanctification of each and every day. Or the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment, reminding you we the doctor. reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou. Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. 
Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud, Godvine has just what you need. For the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day, join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show reminding you that uh, if you are on the move, you can download our app, uh, the uh, Faith Talk app, at your Apple Store or your Android Store, and um, you can listen to the Bill Bunkley Show uninterrupted wherever you are at, as long as you've got cell phone coverage or you have a Wi-Fi coverage. So go to your favorite store. Uh, Type in uh, Faith Talk 570 and 910, 570 and 910, and once you uh, put that in, um, when you see that, make sure you don't forget the 570-910, and when you do that, you'll have an opportunity to um, then uh, download it, uh, open up the app, and then click on the Listen Now just to uh, just to give it a um, a chance to for a uh, drive-through. Well, <clears throat> what kind of future are we leaving for our children? That's something that comes to my mind over and over and over again. And because if we read what the scripture has to say, that we are supposed to be not only balancing our lives, uh, being good stewards with the money that he has entrusted with us, with our tithe, our gift, and then some of the things that we can do with the excess over and above our needs, but the the Bible also talks about the fact that we also should be leaving behind some sort of inheritance for our children. And, of course, wise financial planning for that, uh, always uh, sometimes if it's a considerable amount of money, you want to set it up in some trust funds. But when you take the biblical worldview of how we should be looking toward and preparing for the future, you know, our country is doing just the opposite. My friends, the national debt, the national debt is very, very worrisome to me. And we have a Congress and a president. That is not getting along. It is not taking care of the people's business. And in the meantime, in the meantime, 
we're just running up a huge, huge deficit. And reminding you that, you know, if the United States were to do what so many people do, and that is run up debt and just file for bankruptcy, it would seriously, seriously destroy this nation. But yet we're not doing anything about it. And now you've heard me talk about this probably once every four to six weeks, every couple of months. I've been sounding the alarm. This, this, this debt is going up and up. And now the Federal Reserve is sounding the alarm as well. Think about this. Can you even put your mind around how much is $23 trillion? $23 trillion. That's what we owe. And by the way, every second that number is going up. If you don't believe me, Google and go to the national debt clock. Let me break that down a little bit. $4.8 billion this year alone will be wasted. You know why it's wasted? For those of you who have a lot of credit on credit cards, do you ever stop to see entry number four or five, usually on the left side of your statement, to see how much interest was assessed for the month? And you know what that represents? That represents money you're not going to be able to use because it is allocated already forcefully. So think about this. Almost half a trillion dollars. $450 billion, that's with a B. That's what we're going to pay just to cover our interest payments. Now, for those of you that know how numbers work, you know what that represents? That represents one-tenth of our total U.S. budget. Ten percent. And by the way, that is so low. Why? Because interest rates are so stinking low. Imagine if we were back to eight to ten percent. We'd be paying a trillion dollars a year in interest. This is not wise. This is not wise at all. So the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, has delivered a message to the United States Congress. Either start cutting the deficit now while the interest rates are super low or pay the price later. It is absolutely the right thing to do to pay down this debt. Will we do it? I don't know. It's tough. And right now we have the lowest interest rate in 50 years. And that's pretty good because as a country, we're a real big borrower. Now remember that the borrower is always, always the slave to the lender. 
I think we're paying about 2% right now. But what happens if that gets to be 5, 6, 7, 8, 9? Servicing the debt goes through the roof. So, hope that you will not only pray about the the deficit, but I hope that you would also write our two senators. Write your congressman or your congresswoman. Write the president. And just communicate the fact that being a good steward of money is so very important. And right now, we're not being very good stewards with the trillions of dollars of debt and a $480 billion debt service each and every year. When you go home tonight, look at your kids. Or the next time you have a chance, look at your grandkids. And think about the brothers and sisters who went to war in World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, Middle East, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, you name it. They went to war to provide a safe and secure world now, but for the future for their kids. Why should it be any different in our finances? Coming up next, <clears throat> Courageous. Going to have 10 strategies for thriving in a hostile world. One of our beloved programmers is next. Dr. Robert Jeffers talking about his new book. Don't go away. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. But I still believe. I still believe. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump received more votes in the New Hampshire primary than any incumbent president in history. The president's overwhelming win in New Hampshire, no surprise, but his performance was noteworthy. There are some Democrat casualties after last night's primary that saw Bernie Sanders come out on top. Candidate Deval Patrick suspending his campaign for the White House. Also calling it quits, Colorado Governor Michael Bennett and businessman Andrew Yang. The Iowa Democratic Party has approved requests from Pete Buttigieg's and Bernie Sanders' campaigns for a partial recanvas of the Iowa caucus results. Japan's health ministry says 39 new cases of the coronavirus have now been confirmed on a cruise ship that's quarantined at a Japanese port. The Dow had 248 points and the Nasdaq up 74. This is SRN News. Christ-centered, Bible-based, and fully accredited for over 41 years, Land O'Lakes Christian School provides an affordable Christian education, emphasizing character development and academic excellence. Land O'Lakes Christian School is convenient to Odessa, Trinity, Wesley Chapel, Lutz, New Tampa, and Hudson. Enrolling now for PK 3 through 12th grade with half or full-day classes for PK 3 through K 5. Before and after school programs available, visit lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. 
Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Ladies, save the date for March 5th and get ready for food, fun, and faith at Faith Talk's annual Ladies' Night Out at Mission Hill Church in Temple Terrace. You'll be encouraged to love who you are and how God created you by Fashion Meets Faith founder, Sherry Brindell. I'm going to teach you how to feel better in how God made you. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body about the way that you're made. I can't wait. See you then. Connect with other Christian women while enjoying light hors d'oeuvres and browsing our expo. Get your name in the hat to win amazing door prizes. And thanks to our friends and sponsors at Travel Cats, your name could be drawn to win a seven-day, six-night cruise. You say where? Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Sherry Brindell. March 5th at Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. Food Trucks and Expo at 5, main event at 7. Tickets are going fast at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Scary where you go. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open, as always, at 877-943-9673. Well, we're going to talk about being courageous today. We've had some great inspirational inspirational uh, hymns and songs and praise music. But, you know, when the rubber meets the road in this crazy world that we live in, how do you do it? Well, we're reminded of Deuteronomy 31 and 6. The Bible tells us to be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Well, someone who has uh, been spending a lot of time with the Lord and has now written a brand new book is our next guest. And we are excited because Dr. Robert Jeffress is with me today, senior pastor of the 14,000-member First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, And you also probably know him as a regular Fox News contributor. Well, his daily radio program, Pathway to Victory, which uh, accompanies you every morning right here on Fate Talk 570 and 910 uh, from 730 to 8, uh, is a great inspiration. And and we love his word that he gives us each and every day. And uh, not only that, uh, his program airs all around the globe in 195 countries. And uh, he's been on so many of the the different uh, talk shows. He's a leader. Today, he's going to talk about Courageous, 10 Strategies for Thriving in a Hostile World. Dr. Jeffress, it's an honor to have you back with us today. 
great to be back with you, Bill. Thanks. Well, what a mess this world is. And, you know, we have messy families. We have messy relationships uh, at work, at church. We see people in the political arena. It's real messy. It's real easy to say, you know what, I'm tired of being, you know, a Christian. I'm I'm tired of doing what I need to be doing. I'm just going to give in. That's the opposite of courageous. Talk about how it's important not to give in. Well, you know, we have to understand the world in which we live. And I think, Bill, it's increasingly difficult for Christians to live out their faith in the world. And uh, I think C.S. Lewis described it best when he said, this world is enemy-occupied territory. Mm. And, you know, when you think about it as Christians, we have incoming coming from every direction. We have uh, attacks coming from without, a culture that is opposed to the things of God, not to mention just the challenges of everyday life. We have attacks from within. We still carry around that old sin nature, a residue of it anyway, that pulls us away from God. And if those things weren't enough, we have attacks from below. We have an adversary, the devil, who is stalking us with a plan to destroy everything important to us. And yet God calls us not to give in to any of these challenges, but to live our faith courageously. And what I did in this book was I took 10 survival tips that survivalists say you need to utilize if you're in a plane crash or in a forest fire or an avalanche, and I took those principles like don't panic, gain situational awareness, do the next right thing, and I applied them to how we can live out our faith courageously. So we don't just survive, but as you said, the subtitle is how to thrive in a hostile world. Mm. We're not just supposed to get home at night and go, oh, I made it. No, (laughs) we're supposed to get home and say, boy, that was a hit, that was a hit, but thank you, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you were with me. And I know we're going to go up, down, or around. How do we get there? How do we start with with, with these first couple of three strategies and chapters of your book to start getting on the right path? Well, there are a couple of them I would talk about. We can't get to all ten of them. But I would say, you know, the first uh, strategy is don't panic. You know, uh, survivalists tell us that in threatening situations, 80% of people just freeze. Uh, They're overcome. They don't know what to do next. And uh, I think about Joshua, you know, when he got the word that he was going to fulfill the great leader Moses' role, he panicked. He was fearful, and rightly so. But the Lord said, do not be dismayed, for I am with you. Take courage. And uh, he told him that he could count on God's presence and God's promises. You know, it's interesting, Bill. I had a young mother who just read this book, Courageous, and she was reading the first chapter, Don't Panic. And that very week, she received a diagnosis that she had cancer Mm. and only three to four months to live. And she said her first uh, impulse was to panic. What is this going to do to my children and my husband and so forth? But she remembered those words I quoted from Joshua, I will never leave nor forsake you. So, you know, it's not just a hostile world we overcome every day have to. It is just a, a world that's filled with all kind of challenges. And I would remind your listeners today, you know, Jesus was very honest. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation. But then he added, take courage, for I have overcome the world. Hmm. If you're just joining us, I'm sure you recognize the all-familiar voice of Dr. Robert Jeffress, uh, pastor of uh, uh, the the beautiful and uh, absolutely leadership church, the First Baptist Church in Dallas. You can also hear him every weekday morning on Pathway to Victory 
right here on uh, Faith Talk 57910, 7.30 to 8 a.m. in the morning. You know, um, in one of your chapters, you talk about take inventory, and in that, uh, I'm reminded over on page 62, you know, we're told about putting on the full armor of God, and that's one of your strategies. Could you share a little bit about that in preparation for the day? Yeah, you know, again, survival is safe. You're in a threatening situation. You know, use you have to use whatever resources you have. I I begin every chapter of Courageous with a true life survival story that illustrates that principle. You may remember from Apollo 13, the movie by Ron Howard. It's a true story and tells about how these astronauts didn't have the proper filter to take out the carbon dioxide, and uh, so they only could work with what they had. It was a bungee cord plastic bags, a couple of old socks, and they derived this contraption to save their lives. Well, God has given us every resource we need to live out our faith courageously. He's given us the armor of God, and you just alluded to that, that we find in Ephesians 6. But there's another resource that most Christians aren't aware of. He's also given us the people of God. You know, we don't have to go through these challenges in life alone. In fact, Satan loves to isolate us and then attack us. But as Solomon said, two are better than one, and a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And, Bill, that's why as a pastor I believe it's so important for people to get involved in a local body of believers mm, whom they can join hands with, who will be there to support them when they go through the inevitable crises of life. Mm. Now, you talk about in Chapter 4, Dr. Jeffress, uh, something that, that I think is just uh, pervasive in America, and that is, poor me, I got it so bad, <laughs> I'm the victim. Well, if you tell yourself that 24-7, you know, 365, you're not going to be a victor. You're not going to be courageous. So some of this starts in our own mind and how we let the Holy Spirit minister minister to us, but and more importantly, following him. Well, that's right. I mean, that's the strategy we talk about in Courageous, develop a victor, not a victim mindset. I mean, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And, uh, you know, I think of a great biblical illustration of that principle, Joseph. I mean, if anybody could have had a victim mindset, it would have been Joseph, sold into slavery by his brothers, uh, falsely accused of rape by his boss's wife, forgotten by his two friends in uh, prison. He could have been in therapy the rest of his life if he had wanted to. But remember what he said to his brothers who had sold him into slavery when he could have exacted revenge against them? Instead, he said, you meant it for evil, but God used it for good. And I think the bottom line for having a victorious mindset is to realize that God is in control. God is bigger than our circumstances. He's bigger than the bad people in our life. He can cause all things to work together for good to those who love him. That's the basis for a victor's mindset. Mm. And, you know, a reboot is always good from time to time. A reset is always necessary. And so that's why I'm recommending this afternoon to pick up your copy of Dr. Robert Jefferson's latest book of many, Courageous, 10 Strategies for Thriving in a Hostile World. And we're talking at least uh, on the surface of some of these strategies, but you got to get the book to drill down about these. Now, another one that I really enjoyed was um, you talked about Daniel. And this is over in Bend, but don't break. And I think that's something that how we're victorious, we don't, you know, play the victim. We play, you know what, I'm going to look at Daniel. You write about him on page 140, a man who chose to bend but not break. That's a great principle for us to learn, isn't it? 
Well, that's right. And I, and I think in a culture that's increasingly hostile toward God, we've got to pick our battles, Bill. We can't make every issue a federal issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think when we decide to take a strong stand, we better be sure we're standing on true principles from God's Word and not our own preferences. And uh, I think we have to be wise. You know, Daniel's dealings with Nebuchadnezzar, when he was asked to violate God's Word, you know, he didn't say, you filthy, uh, dirty uh, heathen. I would never do such a thing. Instead, he came up with a creative alternative that would allow him to keep his conscience and faith intact, but also meet the king's objectives as well. And so, you know, we have to be wise in this culture to make sure that we're really standing on principle and not preferences. Mm. Now, in America, Dr. Jeffress, you know this better than uh, any of us, and that is we live in a land of prosperity. We live in a land of plenty. And uh, not only does that have effect on the poor, it certainly has the effect on Christians. And, uh, you know, anybody can call themselves a Christian, but there is certainly a big difference between an Orthodox uh, practicing 24-7 Christian and someone who hits a few services through the year. Something so very important. We can be trucking through life. We think, hey, we're courageous enough. Things are going well. Man, I've got my high-paying job. I've got my spouse. I've got my nice car, blah, blah, blah. Man, I'm living on the top. Boom. It can all be taken away. Talk about that. Well, it could be. And, I mean, Job found himself in that situation, didn't he? I mean, he was living a good, upright life, and he didn't realize there was a cosmic struggle going on in heaven between Satan and and the Creator over whether or not Job was really worshiping God out of love or just out of uh, God being a great benefactor to Satan and uh, to, to Job. And in just a very short amount of time, he lost his livelihood, he lost his health, he lost all of his children in a freak windstorm. And uh, life life is very fragile. And uh, I like what I think it was Alexander White said, we tend to hang very heavy weights on very thin wires, only to see them snap in two. And so many people's happiness is dependent upon their health or their mate or the well-being of their children, and those things can be taken away very easily. But this book, Courageous, is to help us develop the mindset that we're going to obey God regardless of the circumstances. And, uh, you know, I think that is really what the essence of courageous is. Uh, To be courageous means to obey God regardless of the consequences. And the basis for it is to realize that ultimately God is the one we're trying to please. You know, Jesus said, Mm -hmm. "Don't, don't fear people who can only kill the body. Fear the one who is able to destroy both the body and the soul. Mm. Hey, I want to tell you, not only am I highly recommending this book, it's by Dr. Robert Jeffress, our guest this afternoon, Courageous, 10 Strategies for Thriving in a Hostile World. I want to tell you how user-friendly it is. And I'm sure Dr. Jeffress wouldn't mind, but when you go to the table of contents, you've got 10 different survival tips. And by the way, if survival tip number 10 looks appealing because you're kind of lost, do the next right thing. All of these build upon each other, but it doesn't it doesn't stop you from hey if you identify one of these areas, you might want to read you might want to read that first before you circle back. But I want to tell you, Doctor Jeffress, uh, great job, great book, uh, and always we appreciate your radio ministry and you're on the air here from seven three to eight each and every morning. And thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. And uh, we just were recommending everyone to pick up their copy of Courageous. Really appreciate it, Bill. Great to be with you. We'll see you next time, my friend. God bless. 
You too. Take care. All right, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Courageous, 10 Strategies for Thriving in a Hostile World. Get your copy. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a time out. We'll be right back. My name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations total market penetration for increased return on investment contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers bible line with pastor ralph yankee arnold They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. 
celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come. But if I will go, I will send him to you. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, The Bill Bunkley Show. We've got some breaking news, and uh, I want to be delicate with this. This is just a couple of minutes old. Uh, This is not to alarm anyone, but it's just to be informative. Uh, We've received word that the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department has um, been sent to uh, an active threat Uh, Right now, it's now coming in that it's not an active threat, but it was at a middle school in Lithia. Some of you may know Barrington Middle School there in Lithia. Uh, There was a call that came in to the sheriff's office about the sound of a gunshot. The sound of a gunshot. Deputies say there is no threat. Uh, There are no reported injuries. No gun has been found. Uh, there's no active threat. Now, the school is on lockout, not lockdown, but lockout. Uh, district officials say the school was on lockdown, but now that's been converted to lockout. Uh, Stowers, Stowers, I should say, elementary, which is right next door, is also on lockout. A lockout is when the outside of the building is secured and everyone is brought inside for safety. Um, Parents uh, are advised they can go to uh, Barrington Middle School to begin picking up their students. Um, They're going to have to sign out their children when they get there. And again, no injuries, no report of a gun. Unfortunately, um, preliminarily, it sounds like somebody did something very stupid as a very dumb prank and uh, called in that to do a little disruption uh, to and for the school. So we'll continue to uh, monitor that uh, if things change. Uh, But, you know, that is, um, you know, we talk about it from time to time in, in our home because when you think about getting that phone call, And certainly we have seen time after time when others have gotten that call. uh, Some to arrive and within the appropriate time to a great relief and others. um, Well, not so good news. And that's why as we're talking about our last book, Courageous, you know, today we're sort of bookending Two different books that um, are very useful to us from uh, two different perspectives. A lot about courageous is building up yourself with the hostile world you're going out and into. And that is a book we just uh, had a chance to talk with Dr. Robert Jeffress. And uh, so that was going out. In the second hour, we're going to be talking to John Eldridge. His book is Get Your Life Back. That book is going to look at a a similar situation, but one in which 
you need to retrace and take a look at some of the things that you are doing on the inside. Not so much equipping us in going out in the world, but uh, an opportunity for us to uh, look from within. Uh, times for you to spend some time alone, to be, uh, to be detached, to, to visit with yourself. Um, the choices that you make. Are they kind choices? Are they not kind choices? And um, basically, we're all going to talk about what we hit over and over and over again is uh, technology unplug. Unplugging your technology for certain periods of time so you get your life back. And again, the same example we used uh, when we started a program today with the hamster in the hamster cage going round, 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 round on the runway. You know, that's what this book is all about, uh, because just like we see this boat going round and round and round, realize how many things that we do. Remember the old adage, what's important, what's urgent, what needs to be done now, what could be done in a day or two, and oh, by the way, what needs to be taken off the list altogether? Because I tell you what, when you get when you get blowing and going, you got a lot of things going on. You know what I mean? Just everything, pa 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 pa. Usually, you don't make good decisions, do you? You know what my life is is a, there's a meme out there where there's it's a gif actually of a cat trying to run up a children's slide at a at a park. <laughs> That's me. That's the same 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 concept. So. We've arrived at the um, imminent conclusion of hour number one, the Bill Bunkley Show, reminding you that uh, you can take us uh, with you everywhere you go with the 570, the uh, Faith Talk 570-910 app. We thoroughly suggest you download that. Also, well, bookmark letstalkfaith.com. Whether you're on our answer stations or on um, our Faith Talk stations, if you want to hear the entire three hours of the Bill Bunkley Show, uh, that's the way to do it, and um, you can keep plugged in with what's going on. I had a lot of bills in Tallahassee this morning. I think I had eight different uh, bills that I was monitoring in three different committees at the same time. That'll burn you out. That'll make you want to get your life back, amen? <laughs> anyway, coming in a moment, uh, obviously uh, socialism won in New Hampshire last night. We'll take a look at that and take a look at some of the players and the quotes of the day. Hour two of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a jiffy. Do you have stretch marks due to pregnancy or rapid weight gain but can't find a product that works? Stay tuned because the next 60 seconds will change everything. Celtrixa is a scientific breakthrough that dramatically reduces the appearance of stretch marks anywhere on the body. And for a limited time, we're looking for 100 women in this listening area to try it risk-free. Just call 1-800-519-9436. The first 100 callers are guaranteed a risk-free trial. Lines are open. Call now. 
The proven ingredients in Celtrixa help visibly reduce even the darkest stretch marks. The results are so impressive, women who've tried it say it's life-changing. And now it's being offered risk-free to this station's first 100 callers. Celtrixa is not available in stores, so call immediately to see if you're one of the first 100 callers and try it before you buy it. To find out how you can try Celtrixa free for 30 days, call 1-800-519-9436. If lines are busy, please try again. 1-800-519-9436. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Bernie Sanders won New Hampshire's Democratic presidential primary election Tuesday night, narrowly edging moderate rival Pete Buttigieg and scoring the first clear victory in the Democratic Party's chaotic 2020 nomination fight. Amy Klobuchar finished a strong third. The final results also had a winnowing effect. Two candidates dropped out of the race, Michael Bennett and Andrew Yang, who announced that they were ending their campaigns. The strength of the Sanders and Buttigieg finishes raised questions for former Vice President Joe Biden and Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, who finished a distant fourth and fifth in the New Hampshire Democratic voting. That's correspondent George Banzani, former Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick, also announcing today that he's suspending his campaign. On the Republican side, President Trump ran virtually unopposed and was declared the winner as soon as the state's polls closed. The president received more votes in the New Hampshire primary than any incumbent president in history. China is reporting another drop in the number of new cases of the viral infection, but is reporting 97 more deaths. That pushes the deadly uh, toll past 1,100. Now, the total number of cases is around 4,500 globally. The four lawyers who prosecuted Roger Stone have quit the case after the Justice Department overruled them and said it would take the extraordinary step of lowering the amount of prison time it would seek for President Trump's longtime ally and confidant. The resignations raise immediate questions over whether President Trump had been indirectly exerting his will on the Justice Department. On Wall Street now, the Dow is up 280 points. The Nasdaq ahead 84 and the S&P 21 points higher. This is SRN News. Christians in America who love God are under siege. Learn how to navigate the tumultuous terrain of a godless culture with a brand new book from Dr. Robert Jeffress called Courageous, 10 Strategies for Thriving in a Hostile World. It's his boldest book yet. When your faith is under attack, when you're tempted to just follow the crowd, These 10 strategies will ignite a fresh fire and bright hope for facing life with confidence. Get your copy of Courageous by Dr. Robert Jeffress wherever books or e-books are sold. Coming to theaters for one day only, Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle. My first question as a geographer is, where was the sea that was parted and crossed? For nearly two decades, investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney has been searching for evidence of one of the Bible's most epic miracles, the parting of the Red Sea. We're talking about a miraculous event of unprecedented proportion of God's saving power. The Red Sea Miracle, part one in theaters for one day only on February 18. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com slash Red Sea. A new study says Christian school is good for kids. The research comes from Notre Dame, and it finds that younger people who attend evangelical institutions or are homeschooled are much more likely than Christian kids in public schools to stick to their faith when they get older. 
90% of graduates of institutions in the Association of Classical Christian Schools are still attending church regularly, and 70% read their Bibles on a regular basis, too. Poll respondents are between the ages of 23 and 43. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The suspect in fire set last spring at three African-American churches in Louisiana has pleaded guilty to federal and state charges. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Lafayette says the 22-year-old son of a local sheriff's deputy pled guilty Monday to three counts of intentionally damaging religious property, which is a hate crime. The suspect is white, and the destruction of black churches evoked memories of civil rights-era terrorism. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome back. This is our number two of the Bill Bunkley Show, welcoming in not only our Faith Talk audiences, but also our Answer Station audiences. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Well, it is in the books. The Granite State of New Hampshire has gone for socialism. Well, that's kind of the story. And because at the same time, uh, Donald Trump was in the Granite State and maybe half of the state those on the left side of the equation uh as far as a majority they're they're okay with going uh to socialism but uh as you probably have heard by now the president uh in his primary victory last night had more people voting than any other incumbent president in the history of the record keeping of the first primary in the nation new hampshire so uh, also when some of the other candidates on the left were trying to get a couple 300 people at some of their meetings, uh, president comes in and has a huge rally, what, 17,000 people and has more people than all the other folks combined. So just be very, very careful of uh, how you jump at any headlines, even one that says Trump is way ahead or Trump is way behind or or Bernie this, or Biden that, or all of that, because um, the um, the clickbait that's being used on social media today, uh, so much of it is just exaggerated, or some of it is, uh, you know, uh, in the other direction. It's, uh, it's throttled back, so we want you to um, uh, sort of um, know where you can go to get the facts. So, Today, coming up in just a few moments, i got two quick announcements. Number one, coming up at the bottom of this hour, we're going to have with us John Eldridge. 
He's a New York Times bestselling author. And if you think your life's kind of out of control, or you think you're just running, running, running in one of those uh, hamster cages with that, that running wheel, um, and you want to ask yourself a question, Man, how do I get my life back? Emails own me. Facebook owns me. Twitter owns me. My boss owns me. My church owns me. I just got this feeling like everybody owns me. I want to get my life back. Well, we're going to talk about some everyday practices uh, that you can employ um, for a world gone mad. Now, the other announcement, and especially for those of you on our answer station, this is a book that we would normally talk about during the 4 o'clock hour, but because of the scheduling, um, it's, in the thir- it's in the third hour. But for those of you on the answer stations, you might want to come over and take a listen. And I'll just tell you, it's going to be just after about 530, uh, 5.33. This is one of our Regnery History books. The book is called Fight House. Now, this is a take on White House. And this is a book about the rivalries in the White House from Truman to Trump. We're talking about the staff rivalries. And uh, I'm about halfway through the book. I'm now just starting the Gerald Ford administration. I actually started back with the, uh, the book starts uh, with the uh, untimely death of uh, uh, President Roosevelt uh, there in Warm Springs, Georgia, where Mr. Truman takes over the helm. And within a very short period of time, he orders the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki to end World War II in the Pacific. But uh, Tevi Troy is going to be with us. Uh, He's the best-selling author and former White House advisor. You don't want to miss this uh, because it's very interesting because obviously the book's going to culminate with what uh, uh, all of the turnover and what's happening in the Trump White House. You're going to be very, very – you're going to have your eyes opened up about how the whole White House staff thing uh, structurally and practically – how that evolved over time from, say, the Truman White House to the Trump White House. And one of the periods where it really sort of turned over, quite frankly, was when John F. Kennedy was president. And after he was sadly uh, assassinated and Lyndon Baines Johnson took over as vice president, basically continued with that organization, but you're going to learn a lot. Uh, not only about the White House and the fights in the White House, but, you know, you're also going to get an added bonus. You're going to get a real education and management styles because each of these presidents are different. And uh, in a uh, in an environment where egos are flying, not only with the president, the vice president, but certainly anybody who's on the White House staff, it's a very interesting read. Now, the reason why I say that, that's going to come at 5.30, but that's going to be exclusively on AM 570 and 910 on our Faith Talk stations. But if you'd like to listen to that, uh, I suggest right now, and especially times when, for those of you on our answer stations, you may want to listen to uh, one of our guests at the 4 o'clock hour uh, or one of our guests or my commentary at the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, You can go to either your Android or your iPhone store, um, type in Faith Talk 570 and 910. That's Faith Talk 570 and 910. Don't forget the 570 and 910 because there's other Faith Talk stations with the same type of logo. Hit 570 and 910. Hit the install button. goes to your phone. Then open it. 
And once it opens, look at it. Then at the top, you'll see Listen Live. Hit Listen Live and take it on a trial run. You can also listen on our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. So let's get started with, uh, let's go through some of the cuts in the comments of last night. And uh, with some of these, I'll give you my commentary on where we are at today, post New Hampshire. And we got a little bit of everything. We got Joe Biden. Doesn't know whether he's going or coming, so we'll. And I think it matters. It's one thing to get it wrong, you know, every now and then, but it seems like every day he's confused about something. But anyway, Mr. McCarthy, who is the minority leader of the Republicans in the House of Representatives. A lot of monkey business going on today because the elite and Democrat Party are absolutely beside themselves because now they got Bernie Sanders, the socialist, leading their party again with the victory in New Hampshire. And they've already put a plan together to, to name enough superdelegates to overcome whatever Bernie's able to do and to make sure that he doesn't have enough delegates uh, in Wisconsin at the Democrat convention later on this year to gain the nomination. But nonetheless, the minority leader, Mr. McCarthy, can probably say this a lot better than I can. So uh, he had a press conference um, yesterday on Capitol Hill. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and just listen in. Last week showed two directions for America. You looked at the president from the State of the Union, one of the best I've ever heard. Then you watched um, him get acquitted for life. You watched the jobs report. Many people predicted around 100,000, more than doubling. Shows a continued growth. The president produced the budget. Compare that to the Democrat majority inside the House. They've got trouble. They had trouble with turnout in Iowa. They have trouble with temper tantrums during the State of the Union. They had trouble with the truth, impeachment. And to quote the speaker, show me your budget, show me your values. I think the number one responsibility of a majority is to plan for the future. Once again, no budget. I wonder if the speaker will actually propose eliminating the budget committee because they have no work to do in this new majority of not producing a budget itself. Continuing resolutions, been doing that, and it is um, absolutely, uh, (laughs) I'll tell you what, uh, members of our Congress, some members just don't want to go to Washington and do the hard work that we sent them to do. In Florida, the only thing your elected state senators and Florida legislatures, Florida legislatures, House legislators have to do is pass a budget. Not so in Washington. We can just extend it out. Now, on Fox News yesterday with uh, Melissa Francis, Guy Benson was um, on the program, and uh, he talked a little bit about what we've all been watching and all been experiencing. He weighed in on the total collapse of the Democrat Party, and let's hear his analysis. Guy, let me let me start with you. Did you think these two would be in the lead when we got to New Hampshire? Sanders, yes. Uh, the total collapse of Joe Biden has been fascinating to watch. His campaign announcing earlier today that they are pulling up stakes and getting out of Dodge and heading to South Carolina, doing that on Election Day, I think is sending a signal. I saw he was quoted saying that he is still mildly hopeful 
about New Hampshire, which is uh, quite a soundbite there. Uh, and you just look at what Biden, even this morning, he went on another network's morning show and said that, sure, any of us can beat Donald Trump. Mickey Mouse could beat Donald Trump, which is Ooh. undercutting his central argument, which is electability, which seems to be circling the drain right now. So the front runner nationally in this race for months very much seems not to be that anymore. And Bernie Sanders is licking his chops, looking towards tonight. He's leading in the polls, saying, if I can win, winning the most votes in Iowa, winning the most votes in New Hampshire, there is a path for me, especially if the other side of this primary remains crowded and sort of clogged up with people. So true, so true, so true. And, um, and the question is, can you imagine what is going on behind the scenes, the discussion behind the scenes? And uh, you know what? It's <laughs> we've got the, we've got several Joe Biden cuts. I'll play one now. I've got a few more to play um, a little bit later on in the show. But um, this gives you an idea of the confusion. Now, there's a lot of confusion because of what has happened. But we've got a candidate who seems to be always confused. And uh, this is Joe Biden. A little bit uh, unsure of um, that he was actually going to what South Carolina. I'm heading to South Carolina tomorrow and then going to Nevada. I don't know the exact time we're heading to Nevada. Okay, anybody else? So are you going to South Carolina tonight? Going to South Carolina tonight. I'm going to be talking to my folks up here tonight as well. That was as he was exiting Dodge in uh, New Hampshire. Um, he spoke to his supporters by, um, streaming screen, probably the first time that's ever happened. So got to hear from the president a little bit because, uh, president Trump weighed in as well uh, yesterday on Fox news and, um, doing what Mr. Trump, uh, has been doing for, uh, more than the three years he's been in office. Let's listen in. But he has followers. Bloomberg's just buying his way in. Uh, but we're going to find out what happens. We're going to find out. But when you watch, go back to the church where he apologized for everything he ever did practically, and he looked pathetic. Our country doesn't need that kind of leadership. Thank you all very much. Uh, it's stumbling. It's about it's Joe mumbling. Biden. Not pretty. But we'll see how he does. You never know. You never know. The only time you knew for sure was the Trump campaign. Trump was going to win. Do you think he can turn it around in South Carolina? He can always turn it around. You know, I think it's not going to be easy. Uh, I think he can turn it around, yeah. I think he has a shot. He's got probably almost as good a shot as anyone, but uh, he's going to have to work. He's going to have to work very hard, much harder than they thought. Don't forget, when he first ran, I called him 1% Joe, because every time he ran, he only got 1%. And then Obama took him off the uh, garbage heap. But he only got 1%, right, John? You know that. 1% Joe, but now he's, uh, what, 19% Joe? All right, we'll hold the rest of that for after the break. That was President Donald Trump uh, responding to an off-the-cuff question from the press. More of the Bill Bunkley Show, more of the voices of the history of the day. I'll be right back. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? 
Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Ladies, save the date for March 5th and get ready for food, fun, and faith at Faith Talk's annual Ladies' Night Out at Mission Hill Church in Temple Terrace. You'll be encouraged to love who you are and how God created you by Fashion Meets Faith founder, Sherry Brindell. I'm going to teach you how to feel better in how God made you. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body about the way that you're made. I can't wait. See you then. Connect with other Christian women while enjoying light hors d'oeuvres and browsing our expo. Get your name in the hat to win amazing door prizes. And thanks to our friends and sponsors at Travel Cats, your name could be drawn to win a seven-day, six-night cruise. You say where? Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Sherry Brindell. March 5th at Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. Food Trucks and Expo at 5, main event at 7. Tickets are going fast at letstalkfaith.com. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. So, if I understand that if I could uh, delight, stay in his presence and listen to his steps, God's going to work out everything for me. He has a better plan. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. And that's Uncle Joe, he's a moving kind of slow at the junction. Moving kind of slow, Bill Bunkley here, The Real Bunkley Show. Got some more from the president coming up in just a moment, the uh, second portion of his remarks. Also coming up in just a few moments, do you want to get your life back? Do you want to reclaim some of the ground that has been taken by others and by things? I'm going to give you some practical advice on how you can reel some of those things back in. If your world seems to have gone mad, well, we've got some suggestions. Author John Eldridge will be with us with his brand new book, Get your life back coming up in just a few moments. Well, the president was uh, asked a question about uh, Joe Biden. And because of the strong showing in New Hampshire, we also want to let you hear from him. And then we'll circle back to uh, um, the vice president. Uh, Here's the concluding remarks uh, of uh, that, um, the press gaggle that he was commenting on. It's better. He's doing better. He's made a lot of progress. But it's going to be very interesting. I think we have... We're going to have a very interesting Democrat race, and I think we're going to have a very interesting election. But our country is doing better than it's ever done. We've rebuilt our military thanks to the people back here. We've taken care of our vets at a level that they've never been taken care of before. Jerry, been never even close. Well, the president certainly uh, taking that victory lap, and as long as the economy and jobs and all of what he has going in high gear continues to produce, He can continue taking that victory lap. Well, Joe Biden was in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, I want to play you one of of another one first. Uh, When I die, I want to be reborn on Charleston. 
Now, I can't figure that out. We're going to hear that. But first, um, let's give Joe Biden his due. He's on the ropes. He's uh, in South Carolina. And um, this is a a little bit uh, longer uh, of a quote, but I want you to listen to some of this because this is uh, Joe Biden. And you might have heard the sound bite where he said, man, 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 on CNN, man, this ain't over. It ain't over, man. Let's let's listen for a, a minute or so. There's so many people here for me to say thank you, thank you, thank you. So I just spoke to our folks up in up in uh, uh, New Hampshire, and uh, they did a good job. But I want to tell you, the people of Nevada are watching, and uh, I want to make it clear we praise their diversity as a state. And I'm going to be out there seeing them very soon. Tonight, though, I we just heard from the first two of 50 states, two of them, not all the nation, not half the nation, not a quarter of the nation, not 10 percent, two, two. Now, where I come from, that's the opening bell, not the closing bell. And uh, the fight to end Donald Trump's presidency is just beginning, just beginning. Thank you. It is important that Iowa and Nevada have spoken, but look, we need to hear from Nevada and South Carolina and Super Tuesday states and beyond. And look, we're moving in an especially important phase because up till now, we haven't heard from the most committed constituency of the Democratic Party, the African-American community. And the, fast, and the fastest growing segment of society, the Latino community. I want you all to think of a number. 99.9%. That's the percentage of African American voters who have not yet had a chance to vote in America. One more number. 99.8. That's the percent of Latino voters who haven't had a chance to vote. <laughs> so when you hear all these pundits and experts, uh, cable TV talkers talk about the race, uh, tell them it ain't over, man. We're just getting started. All right, it ain't over, and he's just getting started. Well, he has gotten started, so let's hear some more from uh, uh, the vice president. I don't quite get this. This is a very short cut. He was in Columbia, South Carolina, and I think he thought he was in Charleston. But you listen and tell me what you think. Coming up. I've been coming here a long time. When I die, I want to be reborn in Charleston, actually. I like now, did the you know? Country, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that circle, Joe, he's a moving kind of slow at the junction. Now, we're going to have a little fun, okay? <laughs> Aren't we already? We're going to have a little fun. Now, what I want you to do is, um, now that you know that he is in Columbia, and he's talking about how he would like to be reborn in Charleston, notice with either surprise or horror that when he first says Charleston, I mean, there's there's this deathly silence, like, Joe, you're not in Charleston. And then you hear a couple of folks, 
and then a couple more, and they don't know what to do. Now, this time, listen to the cut, and imagine if you were in the crowd. Imagine if he came to Tampa. Man, you're in downtown Tampa at the Riverwalk. And the president says, um, man, I tell you what, man, I want, I, when I want to die, I want to be reborn in Orlando or Miami. <laughs> Let's listen in. I've been coming here a long time. When I die, I want to be reborn in Charleston, actually. I like the low country, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's the laugh, man. Sound like Joe. It's the laugh, man. You know, low country. I like the low country. Come on, man. Come on, man. Now, <laughs> all right, let's move on. That's. Is it me? And I don't mean this in a bad way. I was sitting there during the longer cut. And I imagine what a speech therapist or speech expert would say if we took a cut from a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, and compared his speaking on a subject to today. It just sounds different. It, it just sounds different. Now, this next one is right in front of him. He has his campaign text number written on a big sign in front of him. But he couldn't remember his campaign text number. Here's this one. By the way, yesterday. So we can chip in and support those who listen to this. Chip in and support our campaign. Text Joe two three. Excuse me, I got to get this right. Joe two three zero oh, three three zero. Oh. oh me. Oh, me. Well, I can't play this when we're out of time. Maybe we'll do it at the other end. But Joe on the New Hampshire results says, it is important that Iowa and Nevada have spoken. Nevada hadn't voted yet. Coming up next, maybe you need to get your life back. We'll talk to John Eldridge about his new book, Everyday Practices from a World Gone Mad. I'm Bill Bunkley, going to compose myself, get serious. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Bernie Sanders edging out Pete Buttigieg to win the New Hampshire primary. Meanwhile, President Trump receiving more votes in the primary than any incumbent president in history. A winter storm will produce snow and ice through Thursday from the plains to the Midwest and Northeast. The plunging Arctic blasts bringing high winds and blizzard conditions to parts of the northern plains, prompting blizzard warnings for parts of the eastern Dakotas and western Minnesota. Stocks are closing broadly higher on Wall Street, driving the S&P and NASDAQ indexes to more record highs. Technology stocks powered much of the rally as investors focused on the latest batch of mostly solid company earnings reports. The latest gains came as worries subside about the economic impact of the coronavirus. The Dow gained 275 points today. The Nasdaq was up 87. This is SRN News. 
Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. Ladies, save the date for March 5th and get ready for food, fun, and faith at Faith Talk's annual Ladies' Night Out at Mission Hill Church in Temple Terrace. You'll be encouraged to love who you are and how God created you by Fashion Meets Faith founder, Sherry Brindell. I'm going to teach you how to feel better in how God made you. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. I can't wait. See you then. Connect with other Christian women while enjoying light hors d'oeuvres and browsing our expo. Get your name in the hat to win amazing door prizes. And thanks to our friends and sponsors at Travel Cats, your name could be drawn to win a seven-day, six-night cruise. You say where? Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Sherry Brindell. March 5th at Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. Food Trucks and Expo at 5, main event at 7. Tickets are going fast at letstalkfaith.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30. On Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are, it's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. And we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Full lines are open at 877-943-9673. When was the last time you threw your hands up in the air and said, I've had it, enough is enough. I'm just going to go home and I'm going to go right to bed. Well, you know, God created each and every one of us. And as he created us, of course, his guidebook for living is none other than the Holy Scriptures. Just like the owner's manual that you keep in your glove box and I talk about on several occasions. But, you know, for many of us in the quote-unquote information age, 
we have been run over, we have been plowed over, and uh, for many, well, you feel like you've been left on the side of the road. Well, we've got some help this afternoon because my next guest uh, is a best-selling author, and uh, he's written a brand new book, Get Your Life Back. Think about that. Get your life back. Get off that hamster run that I've been talking about uh, in promoting this book the last uh, um, hour and a half or so. Practices uh, that you can employ every day for a world gone mad. Now, my guest is John Eldridge. He is the best-selling author. He's a counselor, and he's a teacher. He is also president of Ransomed Heart. That's a ministry devoted to helping people discover the heart of God Important to recover their own hearts in God's love and then to learn how to live in God's kingdom, not this pagan world. John and his wife, uh, Stassi, live near Colorado Springs, Colorado. And uh, John Eldridge, good to have you with us today. Oh, thank you, Bill. Good to be on your show. Well, I think everybody's worn out. Everybody's just tired of it. And yeah, we, uh, we take our emails home with us. We put our phone next to our bed. I don't even know if they sell alarm clocks anymore because everybody uses their phone to get up. I mean, it's it, it, it's like we are so addicted, even some of us who would never admit that we're addicted, and it is frying us in our senses, our emotions, and our brains. Well, how do we get all that back to being a regular person? Well, the good news is it's not persecution. I mean, it's not like we're handcuffed or held in camps on this. This is stuff <laughs> that we're making choices about isn't it yes yeah bad choices yeah well there's some good things i'm not total anti-technology we're you know we're using it right now to uh to talk to each other and and to help people there's a good place for it staying in touch with your kids staying in touch with global events It's, it's important but it's gotten out of control and i think that we can get our souls back we can get our lives back if we'll just begin to do a couple things where we begin to put some boundaries around the technology that we're using and and to be honest the pace of life that that we're asking of ourselves you have given us 14 different things to talk about in your book actually maybe even 15 if you count uh, the rescue which was the introduction and um the very first thing you talk about, which probably is the best place to start, tell us about the one-minute pause and followed up by the, the detachment, the benevolent detachment, because the first step is unplugging, right? Okay, look, we got to put the cookies on the bottom shelf. Like, it's, it's as simple as this, gang. I realized I never stopped. I just went from phone call to phone call, meeting to meeting, you know, in my commute, I'm listening to the news, I'm listening to podcasts, you know. Jesus invited me to pause. So the one-minute pause is the simplest thing you can bring into your day. You just stop. A couple times a day, when you can fit it in, for me, it's when I pull in the driveway at the end of the day. I turn off the engine, but I don't have to get out of my truck. I sit there. I take one minute, and I let it all go. And uh, what's really cool, Bill, is that there's actually this brain research coming out that shows that even that, even a one-minute pause resets your brain. Um, You're actually clearer. You're able to give something, you know, the next thing, more attention, more Mm -hmm. concentration. Mm -hmm. Learning to pause, learning to take a breath. And then I use it uh, to let it all go, benevolent detachment. 
it's not cynicism, it's not anger, I'm not checked out, but I'm just saying I can't carry the world. I am only one man. And so I take a moment, I pause during my day, and I let it all go. You know, the traffic I just got out of, the meeting I missed, the email I should not have sent, all of it. I just let it, learn to let it go. And those two things alone have absolutely rescued my life. Mm. Now, John Eldridge, I want to ask you a question because there are some people that are listening and they would say, John, you're asking me to sit alone for five minutes. I can't sit alone for five minutes. And we all know, folks, that there are they are so go, 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 go. You ask them to sit down for a half an hour or an hour and just, well, number one, spend some time with yourself and then spend some time with the Lord. They will just tell you whether they admit or not. They can't do it. Isn't that an indication about how wound up we've gotten in this modern society? Actually, your brain now has been trained to that. So um, Nicholas Carr wrote a book that almost won the Pulitzer called The Shallows, What the Internet's Doing to Our Brain. Mm. So, gang, you understand that the the technology and the pace of life and and the the amount of media we're consuming, yep, has literally trained your brain Mm. not to pay attention to anything for more than a couple minutes. So that's why I start with the one-minute pause. Start where you can. You know, you may not be able to be still for 30 minutes. That's okay. You can do one. And this became so popular in our offices, uh, Bill, we actually built an app. There's a free app called the One Minute Pause you can get for iPhone and Android, and it'll guide you through. You set notifications, and a couple times a day, maybe when you get home is the right time, you, mm-hmm. you pause and you, and you learn to let it go. And as you do this, the good news about the brain is the brain is very, very malleable, and you can retrain your brain to get your attention span back. By the way, if you're just joining us, how would you like to get your life back? That's the topic of today's segment, and we are honored and blessed to be talking with the New York Times bestselling author John Eldridge. He's written a brand-new book that I'm recommending that uh, you pick up and uh, dive into, especially if you just feel overloaded all the time. Get Your Life Back, Everyday Practices for a World Gone Mad. So as we as we go to unplug and we are trying to reestablish our brain, when you talk about the fact that, um, you know, 93% of our, our, of our time I just – saw in one of our notes here, uh, we're all indoors. But when you talk about, for instance, we're going to probably talk about five daily habits to minimize the distraction and to heal your soul, speak to the fact that you've got to be intentional. This is just not going to happen if you don't be intentional. And even if it's on your list, it'll be one of those things you never get to every day. Talk about the idea that you to get started in this, don't you have to make it a priority? Well, you do. And, and the thing is, your soul, your soul is going to thank you. It, this, I, this isn't punishment, folks. I'm not making you do your homework. This is getting your soul back. It, the kind of margin we're talking about, you will love the fruits of it. So let's, let's talk about the idea of having a couple barometers in your day that let you know if you're living well. And for me, it's a daily walk, not a run, not the gym. 
I'm not hiking in the woods for three hours, just a simple walk. I know that if I've skipped my daily walk for five days in a row, I'm spun up again. I'm caught up in the madness again. So I've got a very simple way of knowing. When I get home in the evening, get the dog, I go for a walk. Because the World Health Organization did release that report that you mentioned that we live 93% of our lives indoor now. And that means you spend your entire life in an artificial world. Everything about it, the HVAC, the technology sounds, the carpet, everything's fake. And your soul is dying there. So if you will make it a point to get outside. And I work in an office building. I live a real life. I have a company. I have 17 employees. I get up. I walk out the door. This cracks my staff up now because I just walk out the door and walk around the building. I just do a couple laps around the office building. And that kind of reset in your day allows you to come back to yourself. And when you create even a little bit of margin, the beautiful thing is God is there. You you can pray. You can sense his presence again. He's right there. Mm. You know, it was interesting the other day, the other night, not to get too far off track, but um, I happened, I was actually laying down in bed, uh, was reading, and uh, I happened to run across a YouTube app where it was Sounds of an Ocean. And I had my phone next to my bed, and uh, I closed my eyes, and we're here in Florida. I'm 20 minutes from the beach. I thought we were at the beach. But yet, again, it's nice, but it's still this, this sort of a, uh, of a substitute, if you will, um, talk about the fact that when you blend scripture and you've got some practical steps here, well, I want folks to get your book, but when you start unplugging and then plugging in to just downtime or plugging into the things that will uh, go into your heart and your soul will actually give you energy and new direction, um, a person can really change their life around, can't they? It's it's surprisingly simple. And this is it's a recovery story, Bill. I, I didn't plan on writing this book. I had another book in mind, but what happened, the story is I burned out. Uh, and I didn't, you know, visit the dark side of town and I didn't start a you know drinking habit, but I was fried. Mm-hmm. I was fried. And so I began the process of doing these very, very simple things, the one minute pause practicing benevolent detachment, learning to let the world go. Simple things like this, gang. Turn your phone off at 8 p.m. And when you get up in the morning, don't look at it first thing. Make yourself (laughs) a cup of coffee. Look out the windows. Say some prayers. You know, the problem was I was looking at my phone. It was the very first thing I did in the morning, and then suddenly I'm back in the matrix. I'm already sucked into the chaos. So you just set these very simple boundaries for the technology in your world, and you are going to love it. Well, I got to tell you, you beat me up pretty bad today. Uh, <laughs> only because I got to tell you, I'm bad about grabbing for the phone to see what the headlines are. Part of it's because of, yep. of what I do. Um, but it's amazing that when I try not to do it, it's like I'm an alcoholic or something, and I just got to have that drink or I've got to yeah. have that look. And so, uh, Got about uh, 30, 40 seconds left as we're recommending your book, Get Your Back Life, uh, uh, Get Get Your Life Back by John Eldridge. Give us some final thoughts. I, I wish I had an hour to be with you, but uh, just tell us how we can get started and get your book and, and get on to a new life. Simple steps, friends. Very simple steps. Don't, don't, this isn't a new diet. 
you'll never be able to keep it up, okay? The simple steps that help you breathe, pause during your day, find God, and he will help you through the rest. Hmm. Got to tell you, it's good to see that uh, you are friends with one of my favorite people, Dan Allender, and um, just glad about that relationship. But, folks, I want to tell you, all of us need to get our life back in some form or fashion. All of us need to be sold out to Christ using his principles and John's practical steps. John's been there. He's going to lead you through this because he had a similar situation. So remember the book, get your copy of Get Your Life Back, John Eldridge, Everyday Practices for a World Gone Mad. John, thank you so much for spending some time with us, and I wish you very well with your book. Thank you, Bill. God bless you, my friend. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. More of Joe Biden. I'll be right back. You know, sometimes life makes a full circle. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. When I was young, I spent time in foster care after my mom died. Today, my wife Jean and I are providing foster care for two at-risk children. There are so many kids today who need a safe place. And the families who are providing that, well, they also need support, whether it be through cooking a meal, running an errand, or even babysitting for them. That's why Focus on the Family developed Wait No More. This event will help you understand God's heart for children in foster care and then guide you in the process of helping kids in your area. That might mean providing a safe and loving home for a season or maybe a lifetime. It could also mean supporting someone who does. Won't you join us? The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org FL. That's waitnomore.org FL. Hey, one of my first gifts as a new Florida resident was a beautiful star on my windshield, courtesy of the Howard Franklin Bridge. But my friends at the office here told me to go to Auto Glass America. Wow. Auto Glass America took care of everything, from the paperwork with my insurance company to installing the windshield. They came to the studios. In less than an hour, they put in a brand new windshield while I was doing the radio show. Wish everything was this easy. When you hear stone hitting glass and the windshield star appears, call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. Ladies, save the date for March 5th and get ready for food, fun, and faith at Faith Talk's annual Ladies' Night Out at Mission Hill Church in Temple Terrace. You'll be encouraged to love who you you are and how God created you by Fashion Meets Faith founder Sherry Brindell. I want to teach you how to feel better in how God made you. When you walk away from there, you will 
feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. I can't wait. See you then. Connect with other Christian women while enjoying light hors d'oeuvres and browsing our expo. Get your name in the hat to win amazing door prizes. And thanks to our friends and sponsors at Travel Cats, your name could be drawn to win a seven-day, six-night cruise. You say where? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Sherry Brindell. March 5th at Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. Food Trucks and Expo at 5, main event at 7. Tickets are going fast at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. want you to hear from some of our newsmakers uh, of the overnight. The last quick, uh, cut, uh, quick cut I want to share with you, this is from uh, Joe Biden. Um, it uh, was after the New Hampshire um, exit on his part. Got a little confused about uh, where he was going. And I happen to think this is becoming more and more important. Um, I think it's becoming a campaign issue. And uh, certainly, uh, Joe Biden being moderate uh, is uh, uh, certainly a whole different story than the left-wingers that we're seeing. But I, I, think he's got, I think he's got some issues. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with getting old. There's nothing wrong with being old. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. It's just when you are auditioning and applying to be the commander in chief, and some of these things are happening. I think it, 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 it you know, it could be a little comical, but uh, it's also serious as well. Let's listen in. We just heard from the first two of fifty states. Two of them, not all the nation, not half the nation, not a quarter of the nation, not ten percent. Two. Too. This is part of what you heard Where already. Where I come from, that's the opening bell, not the closing bell. And uh, the fight to end Donald Trump's presidency is just beginning. Just beginning. Listen carefully. Thank you. It is important that Iowa and Nevada have spoken. Nevada has not spoken. Iowa and New Hampshire have spoken. After he gets done in South Carolina, after he gets done being in Columbia, thinking that he's in Charleston, he is going to go to Nevada after South Carolina to campaign. That that's a that's 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 how I'm trying to you know help get this thing together. But uh, nonetheless, uh, he is off in campaigning. Uh, there uh, in the uh, beautiful state of South Carolina. Um, Corey Lewandowski uh, weighs in. Now, remember when Biden had that convoluted comment about, uh, what was it? 
was it a was it a woman with a dog face? What was that all about? Remember that? Um, what he did said he that say? about a woman? Yeah, I played it yesterday. Um, let me find Corey Lewandowski, and maybe that will help a, a little bit. Here we go. Um, Corey's going to lay it out, but remember he had that that strange interaction with the woman, and she was a college student. And Corey Lewandowski makes the point: Can you imagine if Doc, if uh, Donald Trump as president said that to somebody? I mean to tell you what I mean. You, the media would cause a uh, you know six point seven earthquake across America if it had been Donald Trump. Let's listen in. Invariably, the conversation would turn to Hunter Biden and Burisma, and that didn't help Joe. Well, it didn't. And remember, Joe had a pass in Iowa because the other members who were running for president were stuck in the U.S. Senate for the impeachment proceedings. And Joe basically, Joe and Pete had the field cleared for themselves in Iowa for almost two full weeks. Joe can't get by the fact that his son was making money because of his last name, enriched himself because his father at the time was the vice president. That is a recurring theme, and it's hurting Joe and his credibility. Joe's race is over. Yeah. Right, and if he had no answer for it. He just yelled at people who asked him. Not a good strategy. Ask the right and question. I, I, well, if you're a dog face, whatever he called people, right? I mean, just honestly, Pony right? soldier. Pony soldier. Can you imagine for one second if Donald Trump said that? Every media outlet in the country would be saying he hates women. Right, that would absolutely. be the difference, right? But, hey, it's Uncle Joe. It's to be expected. Don't worry. He has to really understand. And if he has good campaign people around him, they said, Joe, get out of the race. You so, can't hang on. South Carolina, Joe's numbers have completely collapsed. He's in big trouble. Especially Florence, after yeah. this. South Carolina's oh. watching what happens here, too. All right. The- well, and, and he left the people of New Hampshire before the race was called. Right. Very, very disappointing. Corey is one of the people of New Hampshire. Thank you very much for the hospitality. My pleasure. All right. That will pretty much sum up the temperature uh, in terms of the aftermath of the New Hampshire primary. I think um, my prediction is, which this is not going out on the limb, I pretty much expect after South Carolina and Nevada that Joe will be exiting the race. And now we've got Mr. Bloomberg, who has uh, the recording has surfaced that uh, uh, he uh, was touting the fact that he goes into black neighborhoods. You want to jack him up against the wall and frisk him. Uh, that's already having great pushback in the African-American community. So uh, it, it is amazing. I will just say this, as Donald Trump seems to just be trucking on in his usual systematic self, there's all sorts of craziness going on on the Democrat side, and they've got quite an issue to try and iron out, and that is who can they get to the top of their ticket to Wisconsin who can beat President Trump. I happen to think that's a pretty tall order, but we'll wait and see how all of this turns out. All right, I'm going to be back over at our Faith Talk stations, and if you want to uh, hear the interview about Fight House, Rivalries in the White House from Truman to Trump by Tevi Troy, you can download our Faith Talk 570 and 910 app and listen to that, or you can listen to letstalkfaith.com. For those of you on our answer stations, we turn you over to uh, Jay Sekulow. For his program, for all others, look forward to seeing you on the other side. This is Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
This is Michael Medved for Town Hall. Big winners in the 2020 Academy Awards illustrated a possible reaction by Oscar voters to widespread criticism of white male domination of the nominations. In the end, the most prestigious non-acting awards left white males shut out. Parasite, a brutal dark comedy from Korea with no whites in the cast, swept Best Picture, Best International Film, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Director. In another surprise, Best Adapted Screenplay went to Jojo Rabbit and Taika Waititi, who identifies as Maori, the indigenous people of New Zealand. Such choices may silence angry accusations of lack of diversity, while the Parasite sweep illustrates an odd tendency to honor films with modest domestic box office receipts. Hollywood elites seem determined to show they're neither racist nor mercenary, even at the expense of slighting more worthy artistic achievements. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Questions are being raised about the Justice Department's decision to overrule the recommendation of prosecutors in the Roger Stone case. Four lawyers who prosecuted Trump ally Roger Stone have quit the case after the Justice Department said it would seek a lighter prison sentence. President Trump had publicly complained about the recommended seven to nine year sentence, and then he tweeted congratulations to Attorney General Bill Barr for taking charge. Critics are concerned about what they see as improper White House intervention. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. President Trump has denied any impropriety. Attorney General William Barr has agreed to give testimony before the House Judiciary Committee next month about the controversy. The number of new cases of the coronavirus in China dropped for a second straight day, health officials said Wednesday, in a possible glimmer of hope amid the outbreak that has infected over 45,000 people worldwide and killed more than 1,100. Dr. Nancy Messonnier with the CDC says the 13th person in the U.S. to be diagnosed with the coronavirus was recently in China. The new confirmed infection is in an individual who returned from Wuhan and was quarantined at Marine Corps Air Station Miramar. This individual was was on one of the last Department of State flights out of Wuhan. The new disease is named COVID-19. National Weather Service meteorologist Carl Jones warns that snow and wind are creating whiteout conditions through Thursday from the plains to the Midwest and Northeast. We're actually having uh, wind gusts exceeding 60 miles per hour here in uh, Grand Forks and the Red River Valley of eastern North Dakota and western Minnesota. Visibility was reduced to just a few feet in eastern North Dakota. Good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 275 points to 29,551. The NASDAQ rose 87. The S&P advanced 21. This is SRN News. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I had a lot of credit card debt, and I couldn't pay my bills. I was feeling so bad. I got to a point where I needed some help, so I reached out and contacted Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496 to talk to a certified counselor. They were able to take all of my different payments and put them all together. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges. 
reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. And they were actually able to work with my creditors. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000 in the last 18 months. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. My name is Stephanie, and I'm debt-free for keeps. 1-800-936-5496. Secular forces in Brazil are upset that missionaries will accompany government officials on a visit to an isolated tribe. The presence of missionaries on the government trip has been heavily criticized. For more than 30 years, policy at the government indigenous agency has been to shield isolated indigenous groups by leaving them alone and letting them decide if they want contact with the outside world. But Brazil's President Jair Bolsonaro, who's a Christian himself, is under pressure from the increasingly powerful evangelical lobby that backed him. BBC correspondent Candace Pierce. It's become standard practice for U.S. corporations to assure employees to, of support regardless of their race, gender, or sexual orientation. There's now an intensifying push to ensure that companies are similarly supportive when it comes to employees' religious beliefs. More than 20% of the Fortune 100 have established faith-based employee resource groups. This is SRN News. If you're concerned about the state of modern education, have you considered enrolling your child in a private Christian school? Go to ChristianTuitions.com and discover how to get 50% off your first year. Find a school near you at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces. And trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome back to our number three of the Bill Bunkley Show. And I hope that uh, many of you are planning to uh, take part in your midweek service uh, at uh, your place of worship. And um, some of you that uh, can't get to your worship service, some of you have uh, online streaming, and so um, that certainly is not the uh, exact substitute of being in church, but certainly it's 
When we're talking about, uh, you know, get your life back, uh, last uh, hour we talked with John Eldridge. You know, one of those things is um, the midweek service is so, so very important because um, if you approach it in a proper manner as you're going to your midweek service, you're you're calming yourself down a little bit, getting a chance to do some praise and worship, some prayer time, serious prayer time in many instances, and then uh, the the pastor has a word that uh, the Lord and Holy Spirit's placed on his heart. Uh, Wednesday's important, and that's tonight. And I got to tell you, even even Sunday night, so many churches have gone with the Sunday night, have sent the Sunday night service uh, by the wayside. But you know, and I know I'm old fashioned, but I remember that you had your Sunday morning serving where everybody came. Seekers, folks thinking about coming back to the Lord, et cetera, et cetera. And then, and this is also what serves to be the Wednesday night crowd. And then the Sunday night crowd was the folks who really were hungry, stay hungry. They wanted more of the Lord. And they would come back to that Sunday night service because uh, it would be uh, it would be a different message. It would be uh, a more intimate message with the uh, the, the backbone uh, of folks the, uh, who make up uh, that church congregation. And that also can be said of Wednesday. So hopefully that uh, if you're looking to sort of change your life and to get your life back, one of the things you might do, if you haven't been plugging into a midweek service uh, on a Wednesday, you can. Now, in a moment, um, I'm going to talk about something that's very disturbing to me. And I'm giving you your first warning that um, you may want to turn the car off in the car if you have young children. Uh, Parental um, uh, guidance uh, is going to be required. Uh, But first, let me just tell you, at 10, at about 10, at at, uh, 5.35, um, we've got our third of three book interviews today. And by the way, if you want to listen to any of those, you can go uh, shortly after our program to our podcast. Uh, just go to the podcast page on letstalkfaith.com, and we've got interviews with Dr. Jeffress, um, who hosts our morning program here from 7.30 to 8, Pathway for Your Victory. Um, his new book, Courageous, 10 Strategies for Thriving in a Hostile World. And then last hour, had another book interview you can listen to in the podcast, Get Your Life Back, Everyday Practices for a World Gone Mad by John Eldridge. And this hour, we're going to be talking about Fight House. Now, it's really a play on words for White House. Fight House, Rivalries in the White House from Truman to Trump by uh, Tevi Troy. Normally, this would be one of our interviews we would have in the 4 o'clock hour with our answer folks, but uh, it didn't work out that way with scheduling with the author, et cetera, et cetera. But that's coming up just after the 5 to 5.30 break, and I uh, want to remind you of that. Now, now let's, uh, let's give you a little bit of a warning. Now is the time, if you're at home listening, if you have the ability for the kids to be able to be occupied at in a place in the house other than where you're at and you want to listen to the next segment or even in your car if um, you feel that, uh, and I certainly suggest that you should for young kids not to, not to be able to take this in. Um, I, I, I'm almost without words. Let me read you a headline that came in less than an hour ago from CBN News, 
Andrea Morris is reporting. The headline reads, Colorado Legislature Rejects Bill Protecting Born Alive Abortion Survivors. Let that sink in. Babies who are supposed to be aborted, but the process gets botched and they get delivered. The Colorado legislature, and it's not just them, this is one of those startling wake-up moments. of decisions being made by our fellow human beings here in America. It's unbelievable. The Colorado legislature voted down a bill that simply would have protected a baby's life if that baby had survived an abortion. This is not Florida. Far from it. This is Colorado. In many respects, we have some great Christian folks in Colorado, great Christian ministries in Colorado Springs, like Focus on the Family. But i got to tell you, Colorado's got a very left-wing, we are the elite, beautiful people. I mean, that's kind of how they're, uh, some of those folks are viewed from the outside, and, and it and it evidences itself right here. Colorado House Bill 1068, if you want to jot that down and Google it. Colorado House Bill 1068 would have required that a doctor be mandated to force medical care to a little baby that was born alive or during the delivery process in an abortion. Violation of the proposed law would have carried a civil fine of $100,000. It would also have been a Class 3 felony. And that doctor would have received a designation of unprofessional conduct. Shane Sandridge, a Republican state representative, was one of the co-sponsors of the bill. I think he said it very accurately. It wasn't an abortion bill, it's a murder bill. Unbelievable. One of the legislators said, I do believe the effect of this bill to create a new felony for this kind of action would have the effect of limiting access to abortion in a state. I think that is a legitimate concern and a real problem. Those who support abortions at any time all the way to and now past birth, they said this bill was harmful to women's rights. But the pro-lifers in 
Colorado said that all babies must receive the same care. Folks, this is infanticide. Infanticide. I mean, the allegiance to the Planned Parenthood abortion agenda is now so extreme. I just, I I just, you think of the word barbaric, horrendous. How could this be in 2020 in America? I mean, what a, I, I just can't imagine if this would have happened in the Florida legislature. It wouldn't happen anytime soon, but I'm telling you, the pendulum of political power always goes back and forth. Conservatives are not always going to be in the majority. It swings back and forth. And this has me very concerned. Because this emboldens others to embrace and be desensitized about a horrendous practice, a horrendous act. Abortion is... In that state, by a majority, abortion is more important than life. I mean, it's tough. Now, you know, I want to share a couple verses. Sin has always been in man's heart and a woman's heart going all the way back to the Garden of Eden. Eden. Child sacrifice, insensitivity to baby children is nothing new. (coughs) It does not catch the Lord by accident. So much so, remember back in Leviticus, the 18th chapter, 21st verse. The Lord said, you shall not give any, any of your offspring, your babies, to offer them to Molech in the fires of Molech. Nor shall you profane the name of your Lord God. I am the Lord. Children are being sacrificed today on the altar of pleasure and convenience. And a quick fix. They were put on the altars in large numbers in the Old Testament to Moloch. And the Lord spoke against child sacrifices. And it is it is sobering to see how this continues. The the elements of sin, how they transport itself through time. It's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So we come back. uh, More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. 
I just thank goodness that right now in the state of Florida that uh, we have a legislature at least made up of enough men and women to stand in the gap for these awful extremist practices. I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show, reminding you that coming up in a moment, we're going to take a historical look of uh, human struggles within the White House. Yes, the uh, the uh, the highest priced public housing on the planet, located at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It's a house. It's an office. It's all of those combined together. And believe it or not, there's been some intrigue inside those four walls. Well, we're not going to go all the way back to uh, when that particular White House was built, but we are going to go back to uh, at least starting with the death of Franklin Delano Roosevelt and uh, Harry Truman being thrust into the presidency. And we're going to be following presidents all the way to the current day. Not all of them. We're just going to be hitting some highlights because it is a book 
brand new book that I'm recommending, but we'll go all the way to Trump. Now, the name of the book is called Fight House. Now, it's a, it's a take on words, play on words for White House. It's the Fight House. And the subtitle is Rivalries in the White House from Trump to Truman. And, um, you know, it's interesting because life is all about our interpersonal relationships. Interpersonal relations. And, uh, you know, there are all sorts of people. We could easily deceive ourselves and say, well, from a Christian worldview, there are Christians and non-Christians. Well, that's true. But when you look how, look how people act, there certainly are a lot of subsets on both sides. How do we conduct ourselves? By the way we act, do we telegraph who we really trust in? Do we trust in ourselves or do we trust in the Lord? And then, how many of you work in an office environment or a business environment? How many of you have ever had to work in a structure where you're under someone else's authority? Vis-a-vis a boss. Some of you may have uh, an organizational uh, structure where you have more than one boss. And that can be really, you know, mind-blowing. Because we, we know how authorities work. We are under authority. And when you go to work, you're under author- various levels of authority where you work. And you are there to devote your time at work to work. You're not there to devote regular times where, you know, two or three hours out of the day that you're being paid to do something special that you're just walking, talking, and texting. Now you're there to do a job. And sometimes when you're in that environment, sometimes things are reasonable, sometimes they're unreasonable. And if you've ever worked uh, in a business, uh, a company, an office where um, success reigns and maybe there's a lot of expansion development to where uh, the paradigm or what has been, you know, the working relationship in the office is, you know, every few months is constantly changing, rearranging, maybe even moving to another town. And so with that, you have somebody that's in charge, and that person appoints other people to take care of various responsibilities in the organizational chart under them. And um, supposedly, everyone's moving forward to meet the company objective. Well, think about the White House. The White House is very similar to all of what I just described. The difference is, is that you have the president. The president was elected by the people to be their representative in the government. So it goes without saying that the president should be implementing things that he wants to implement. Well, also the same sort of chaos, the same sort of game playing that uh, would 
you know, goes on and maybe some of the places where you have worked. Well, I tell you what, the White House is no different. And so in a moment, we're going to be joined by Tevi Troy, and um, he's going to be sharing about his brand-new book, Fight House, Rivalries in the White House from Truman to Trump. Um, and he's not only a best-selling author, but he's the, uh, one of the, he used to be a White House advisor. And there's been all sorts of different um, organizational charts for different presidents. Some presidents want to be briefed directly. Some of them don't want to be briefed directly. Some of them want to have a briefing in person. Some just want to get a report. And keep in mind that if you're in that competitive, especially if you're in a marketing, in a big marketing department, with a lot of folks that are very good about talking and selling and persuasion. Well, then you got the turf battles. And usually when a turf battle gets out of hand, guess who has to either come in and, and, and put the turf battle to an end or that person sends somebody in as his, you know, very high, high up lieutenant or um, uh, aide. And that person is to get it settled. So all of that is pretty fascinating. I am about halfway through. I tried to get through the entire book before we're going to have a Tevi in. But this is a book that I think you would really enjoy, especially those of you who love history. Those of you who lived through many of these presidents who have an opportunity to go back and to um, look at some of these relationships because, you know, if you don't rush through it and you just think about it, you can think about the places of authority you have worked under, or maybe you were the authority, which management um, uh, philosophic uh, philosophy did you employ? How did you treat your workers? If you've not been in that spot, how were you treated? And look at it through the eyes of uh, some very intriguing historical uh, accounts of um, all of the turf battles, all of the rivalries that have been inside those walls of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue from Truman to Trump. That's coming up in a moment. Reminding you, we had uh, three great book interviews today. We talked about How to Get Your Life Back by John Eldridge, as well as uh, Courageous by Dr. Robert Jeffress. All of those uh, will be on today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show on the podcast page. All you have to do is go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, go to the podcast page. You can download them and take them with you for tonight, later on in the morning, um, or you can listen live online and um, tell you what, uh, some, some very, very good and inspiring information in today's authors that had a chance to be with us. Coming up next, it's the Fight House on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden has raised about $4 million since his lackluster performance during the Iowa caucuses and will run radio ads in Nevada and South Carolina as part of a retooled strategy. That was the message from the former vice president and his senior advisors who spoke with donors during a conference call Wednesday.
Biden finished fourth in Iowa's February 3rd caucuses and fifth in New Hampshire yesterday. The campaign says the outcomes provided a gut check to a candidate once viewed as the front runner. President Trump says he's working on a trail deal with Ecuador's President Lenin Moreno, who on Wednesday became the South American nation's first chief of state in 17 years to meet with an American president in Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow by 275 points, the Nasdaq rose 87. More details at srnnews.com. I like people. It's why I got into HR. And I like liking people. So even when Kate drops a thousand resumes on my desk, or when three new hires start on the same day, I don't stress. I've got it covered with Bamboo HR, the easy-to-use HR software platform that makes it easy to manage our people data so I can focus on people and not on processes. For hiring, Bamboo HR's applicant tracking software keeps us ahead of the competition by making it simple to evaluate and hire the best applicants. And automated onboarding tools means less forms and more time to create better first days. Plus, simple tracking for employee work hours, paid time off and benefits, along with world-class employee performance and appraisal software. Add it all up, and no matter what the day brings, I still really, really like people. Sign up for a free trial at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. BambooHR.com slash HR. Christ-centered, Bible-based, and fully accredited for over 41 years, Land O'Lakes Christian School provides an affordable Christian education, emphasizing character development and academic excellence. Land O'Lakes Christian School is convenient to Odessa, Trinity, Wesley Chapel, Lutz, New Tampa, and Hudson. Enrolling now for PK 3 through 12th grade with half or full day classes for PK 3 through K 5. Before and after school programs available, visit lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. When was the last time the owner of a heating and AC company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your AC trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk. AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are, it's what we do. It's a promise made to you. For more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. And we're back, Bill Bunkley, with the Bill Bunkley Show here on the Salem Radio Network in West Central Florida. Glad to have you along the way this afternoon. Well, we've been showcasing this book from yesterday as well as earlier today because as a 
as I guess I would call myself a layman of history, and certainly the political process, uh, both my, my ongoing years now in our state capital in Tallahassee and Washington, and uh, following what's been happening with our latest president, President Trump, this is a very intriguing read. As I told my audience, I tried to get through the whole book, but I just couldn't quite get there. We're talking about a new book called Fight House. Now, it's a take on words for the White House. The Fight House, rivalries in the White House from Truman to Trump. Joining me today, and we're proud to also remind you, this is one of our Regnery Publishing books, Regnery History. They are a sister organization to us in the Salem Media Umbrella here at Salem Radio and uh, Central Florida. Well, Dr. Tevi Troy is a best-selling author, presidential historian, and a frequent television and radio analyst on all the shows you could think of. He also has a very extensive White House experience. He writes from what he has seen and what he knows. Served in several high-level positions over a five-year period and uh, it culminated as a deputy assistant and then acting assistant to the president for domestic policy. A couple of other books that I want to remind you, uh, Shall We Wake the President is one of his. Then What Jefferson Read, Ike Watched, and Obama Tweeted, 200 Years of Popular Culture in the White House. Uh, that was a bestseller. And uh, he has a bachelor's in industrial and labor relations from Cornell. A master's and a Ph.D. in American Civilization from the University of Texas at Austin, another great state capital. But now he lives in Maryland with his wife, Cammy and their four children. Uh, Dr. Troy, it is absolutely an honor to have you with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you making the effort on the book, and I appreciate you highlighting Fight House. Yeah, I got to tell you, it has been fun. It's been intriguing. Um, let's just start with the obvious. A lot that goes on behind the doors at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. All presidents, if they had their way, unless they ordered a leak, they would like it to be zipped up. That's not the case. Tell us how this idea of leaking and infighting, it it, it goes back to almost, well, to the beginning of the republic. Uh, Well, absolutely. It is uh, something that we've had throughout the republic. We saw in the musical Hamilton, they talk about the fighting with Jefferson and Hamilton and the Washington administration, also in the Lincoln administration, you have the famous book, Team of Rivals. But my book is about something a little different, which is just about the fighting since the advent of the White House staff really started under Truman. Uh, He was the first president to enter with a White House staff, and it has just changed the nature of the White House staff, kind of become celebrities these days, and they have their own relationships in the media. Uh, They get in the way of cabinet secretaries who think they should be the senior advisors to the president on their particular issue. And so the White House staff has made it a more toxic environment in some ways, but also makes it a much more entertaining and more fun read. Mm. And um, though we want to get to some of the juicy (laughs) uh, struggles, if we can, but one thing I want you to just talk about was when we started out with Truman, you sort of had a paradigm where everybody who worked on the White House staff, the idea was to not be seen, not be heard, be anonymous, And if memory serves me correctly, you lead us through the Kennedy administration where we started to have more of the personalities of the White House staff, more of that infighting becoming public, which leads to the day. Is that pretty accurate? That's pretty accurate. The Brownlow Commission, which led to the creation of the White House staff, called for aides with a passion for anonymity. 
so aides who were willing to remain quiet and in the shadows. But in the Kennedy administration, you had people like Ted Sorensen, who became famous as a result of working with Kennedy, or Arthur Schlesinger, who was famous before going in and then went to join the White House. And suddenly these guys are, are White House aides, but they're also celebrities in their own right, and that changes the dynamic. Mm. One of the personalities you talk about is old four-star General Alexander Haig. Now, many of the folks may remember when uh, the sad, sad day at the Washington uh, Hilton uh, where President Reagan was shot, and uh, General Haig, who was really down to pecking order, went to the mic and said, I'm in charge here. Uh, that was a little bit of an awkward moment, but talk about that kind of power and strife, and then how does that compare to what you believe is going on behind the scenes in the uh, Trump administration? The right, well, that's, that's a great story with Haig running up the stairs to go to the White House briefing room, even though the people in the room told him that he should not do that. In fact, one of the people in the room at the time was David Gergen, who many people may know yes. from CNN. He served in four different administrations, three Republican and one Democratic, the Democratic one being Clinton. And he was in that room, but he kept leaving the room. He kept excusing himself. And the other people in the room thought that he was excusing himself to go leak to reporters. And, in fact, his nickname in the White House was Professor Leakey. So this whole idea of leaking uh, from White House aides is nothing new and something that's been going on for a long time. And one of the things you talk about, you know, um, you never know. And I'm not going to single out a single president, but some leaks are leaks that it's one one of the subjects working on the cabinet to another subject working as a cabinet head they're trying to get one up on each other but don't put it past the president to kind of wink wink nod nod and there's a leak and then the president comes out and denounces it you've seen evidence of that right oh yeah there's definitely deniability and i've got some great stories of of different types of leaks people leaking using the catchphrases of other staffers so that you will think that they was the other staffer who did it and not you. I've got one great story in Fight House about Henry Kissinger, who was dating a very attractive actress, a Bond girl named Jill St. John. And he leaked to the media that he was dating St. John, but he told Nixon that his rival, Secretary of State William Rogers, was the one who leaked it. This was a twofer. It let the media know that he's dating Jill St. John, and he was proud of that. But at the same time, it made his rival, William Rogers, look bad as a leaker. So uh, it was a kind of a twofer, a double shot by Kissinger. Now, Kissinger was quite the, quite the rascal. Uh, you know, you mentioned he's supposedly a ladies' man. And uh, he was always paranoid, as I was reading, that anybody who met with Nixon and he wasn't in the room, he'd basically be pacing back and forth. And, and this dude did this the whole time that he was assistant to the president. Yeah, and, and it wasn't just anyone who met with Nixon, but in particular, William Rogers. So Rogers was the Secretary of State. He wasn't as smart as Kissinger. He wasn't as creative on foreign policy. But he had a longstanding relationship with Nixon going back decades, back to the Eisenhower administration. And so he was personal friends with Nixon in a way that Kissinger was not. Kissinger was a staffer, a very smart staffer, but a staffer nonetheless. And when Nixon would meet privately with Rogers in the presidential dining room, it would just drive Kissinger crazy. And that's the story you talk about with him pacing up and down and fuming as it happened. By the way, we we can only give you a few tidbits. I want to tell you that if these type of true stories intrigue you, go right now and get your copy of Fight House, Rivalries in the White House, From Truman to Trump, uh, Tevi Troy. It is now. It kind of reads like a novel, but it's not a novel. It, it, it's true, but it's very, very interesting. 
right? I mean, this is this is true stuff, and and, and it just it just keeps you going and going. Now, let me hop over. I'm trying to hit some, uh, Dr. Troy, of what our wide audience might our wide audience might remember of certain things. Now, let's go back. Let's go back to uh, John F. Kennedy. His brother is the Attorney General. And to get elected, they decided to include Johnson, you know, on the ticket after going back and forth at the convention. And so, God bless him, he gets shot and killed in Dallas. And then we got all this intrigue unfolding. Uh, the distrust between Robert Kennedy and Johnson, that was just a fiasco, wasn't it, behind the scenes? It was, but it goes back for years. So there was a shifting power dynamic between the two in the 1950s. Johnson was the all-powerful Senate Majority Leader who humiliated Kennedy on, on yes. at least one occasion that I talk about in the White House. But then when Kennedy becomes president, Robert F. Kennedy is the Attorney General and the closest advisor to the president. And in <laughs> that capacity, he humiliates Johnson. And Johnson is just miserable in his years as vice president. Uh, you know, you think it's a great job, but Johnson did not enjoy it one bit. But then Johnson, because of the tragedy in Dallas, becomes president, and suddenly Kennedy is on the short end of the stick. And so it's just that shifting power dynamic that I that I detail in Fight House that I found most fascinating. Mm. And and we talk about the different personalities of president. Well, we we kind of know the personality of Donald Trump. I mean, he certainly is like a a bullfighter in the ring, hard charging. So we see his style, and one can only imagine that he's as demanding behind the scenes with those that are are working on his staff. Then let's go to another extreme. And one that you talk about in your book, and that is uh, the uh, another one of the unlikely presidents, like President Truman, uh, and that's Gerald Ford, who never managed anything, wasn't a real conflict person, and he was known as a very one of the nicest guys who's ever served as president. But the point is, if you're that nice of a guy, you're not going to be very effective because you got to be a little well mean, tenacious. Talk about how you shared that in your book. Yeah, I don't think the niceness served Jerry Ford well. He was indeed someone who everybody liked. But if you're going to have everyone like you, you can't really take the steps necessary to stop the leaking and the infighting. And his administration, the Ford administration, was just awash in really nasty infighting, something that I detail in Fight House. There was a guy named Bob Hartman who worked in the White House and was a close friend of Ford who knew him going way back. But he was kind of a poisonous character who got involved in some real nasty fights. He leaked about his colleagues all the time. He was paranoid. And his nickname in the White House was SOB, and he cheekily said that it stood for Sweet Old Bob. But he and everybody else knew that that's not what it stood for. <laughs> Let me tell you, all the recent administrations are covered, but we got a couple minutes left, so I, I want to get straight to the point. What we see in President Trump, now it is on display for all America to see and because he uses social media to bypass the press, uh, but if you were to take away some of those tools and the outside, uh, is he so much unlike some of the other presidents with the way he is conducting business at the White House, or is he? Well, one of the points I try and make in White House is that we don't know for sure about the Trump administration. We certainly <laughs> read a lot of media about leaks and about backfighting and a lot of fighting. I'm sure there is because there is in every administration. But we won't know the full picture until the archives and the oral history start to come out. And that's what I use so heavily in Fight House. 
I go deep into the archives and the oral histories to find out what really was going on. And with the Bush 43 administration, the administration in which I served, we are just getting those oral histories online now. In, 20, in 2019 is when they came out. So if they keep to that schedule, we won't really have the Trump oral histories until 2031 or 2035, depending on what happens in this upcoming election. Mm. I want to just say this, uh, Dr. Troy, you are an excellent researcher, and uh, the way you write and, and put together facts to have it flow, it is a great read. So I want to recommend to my audience, you know, this is this is President's Weekend. And uh, as I said earlier, I didn't realize that uh, I was off on Monday here at Salem Radio, but if you want to pick up a book and get it ordered in real quick, if you have someone in your household that is a history buff, much less with all that's going on now with the presidential race, you need to get them a copy of Fight House, Rivalries in the White House from Truman to Trump by Dr. Tevi Troy. I want to tell you, it will be an excellent read for the time you're going to be spending uh, doing a little R&R over the President's Day weekend. And so I highly recommend this book. I'm going to finish this thing because I am so intrigued with it. But anyway, uh, Dr. Troy, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Thank you for being part of our regnery family of Salem Media. And, of course, you know that I wish you all the best with your book. Great. Thanks so much, and thanks for letting me talk about Fight House. Hey, come back with the next one. I'm ready for you, okay? Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye. Again, that's Fight House, Rivalries in the White House from Truman to Trump. Dr. Tevi Troy. I'm Bill Bunkley. The Bill Bunkley Show here on the Salem Radio Network. Don't go away because I'll be right back. If you're tired of crowded classrooms, if you're ready for a school where Christian values are strengthened and not mocked, you're ready for Elfer's Christian School. The best part of my experience would definitely be the relationships I've made with the teachers. It's great knowing that they're wanting the best for you in everything that you do. Your child will soar with a Christ-centered education at Elfer's Christian School in Newport Ritchie. Call for a campus tour at 727-845-0235, online at elferschristianschool.org. I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family, and my heart breaks for children in foster care. Focus on the Family has developed the Wait No More program to guide you in the process of helping kids in your area. Join us. The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org FL. That's waitnomore.org FL. Profile America, Wednesday, February 12th. One of the nation's earliest civil rights organizations is 111 years old today, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Founded to combat lynching and segregation, the NAACP continues to work toward greater opportunities for minorities. One of its most telling moments came with the 1954 Supreme Court ruling in Brown v. Board of Education, which desegregated the nation's schools. The lawyer who argued that case, Thurgood Marshall, became the first African-American Supreme Court justice. When the NAACP was founded, there were 9.8 million African-Americans in the country. Today, including multiracial people, that number is nearly 46 million. You can find more facts about America's people, places, and economy from the American Community Survey at census.gov. 
We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. here on back and I'm uh, I was taking counsel with that one minute quiet meditation <laughs> that we heard about in the second hour about getting your life back let me did tell you work? what it is go ahead did it work <clears throat> yeah as I was just telling Jose um, I mean it's a full when session is in it's a full day anyway and so uh, we have that a lot of bills I'll talk about those in a second and then uh uh, I don't think I've ever done three separate book interviews in one single edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And as you know, there's just a tad bit of preparation <laughs> that you have to do in addition to the headlines of the day. And I love it. I, I, lo- I love all of it, but uh, a little tired, a little tired tonight, but I know you are as well. Well, let me give you the other report <clears throat> from today. <clears throat> this is uh, comes to you from, our, hold on just a second. Thank goodness for the cough button. Um, this comes to you as another quick update from the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission because, uh, yes, the legislature, we're following bills today as well. So uh, it's been a full plate. So let me just give you some of the topics that um, we were covering today. I think I had eight or ten different pieces of legislation in three different committees. Uh, in that subset, they were all meeting at the same time this morning. 
So uh, monitoring those and uh, keeping an eye as being a watchman on the on the wall for things that could have a Christian worldview implication. Um, there are days where you know it's pretty deep in the pretty deep in the weeds, but uh, we um, we always get through the weeds and uh, uh, we're always on watch for you. Reminding you that if you go to floridareligiousliberty.com, floridareligiousliberty.com, you can sign up for our uh, email updates, and we are still updating. Uh, the website has been totally redesigned, but uh, there are certain things that, quite frankly, I haven't gotten to yet. But um, I want to put that in your favorites and keep up with us. And not only your prayer support, but financial support is always very important. Well, here's some things that I was dealing with today. Think about these of what the Bible has to say about these topics. All of these were bills that were heard in Tallahassee today. In the House Education Committee... We monitored a bill having to do with Holocaust education in public schools. Now, how important is it that the Holocaust be taught in schools? Well, I happen to think it's a very high priority. And so much of our history is not being taught in schools and civics, but to understand what happened to the Jews, homosexuals, others, uh, by Nazi Germany and Adolf Hitler, uh, yeah, that that's one of the ones that uh, that is of of important spiritual importance, uh, religious freedom, religious liberty importance, and so that was a bill that we are monitoring today. Also in the House Education Committee, uh, we are following a bill. It's entitled uh, "Students with Disabilities." And I want to tell you that education is always important for us at the Ethics Commission, but also when we're dealing with children, what children are being taught, what they're not being taught. And if a child has a disability uh, in the public schools, is he or she being accommodated? Well, let's move on to another committee that was meeting at the same time. That was the House Judiciary Committee this morning. And there was a bill there dealing with sexual battery time limitation. Now, this has to do with the statute of limitations. You know, oftentimes children are abused when they are children. And then, um, you know, uh, 10, 20, 30 years, whatever it is, state by state, you get to a certain time, and the statutes have run. And if they come forward, the perpetrator cannot be properly accused, adjudicated, and punished. Well, this bill would extend that time. I think that's a, a very, very important deal. Uh, a deal, so we're monitoring that. How about the Health and Human Services Committee in the House today? We had a bunch in there. Uh, we were dealing with homelessness. Homelessness is something that uh, we have to uh, uh, be responsive to as churches, you know, where we are called to look out for our widows and orphans uh, with all of the, from the church's point of view, with uh, uh, the folks that are not here legally, and some of them end up on the streets and others uh, veterans and also homelessness is one that we were monitoring today. Uh, another bill having to do with uh, assisted living requirements. Well, you know, that's very important how we take care of our widows, um, either uh, male or female. So we were dealing with that. Um, we also were dealing with another bill uh, having to do with the all inclusive care for the elderly. Uh, that's something that uh, we follow that's very important. Uh, Another bill that we were monitoring was a bill dealing with student mental health. 
Uh, we've got a youngster that brought a loaded gun to school with a magazine yesterday, and so uh, that's very important. And we also dealed with uh, a bill having to do with midwives. So I say that just to remind you that there's a lot of organizations, there's a lot of issues. Certainly abortion right to life is important. Certainly marriage is important. Certainly gender issues are important. And religious liberty, religious freedom. But this gives you an idea of the hundreds of bills that uh, we notate and that we follow on behalf of you our Christian brothers and sisters across the state. That'll wrap up this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. On behalf of Jose Cruz and myself, we'll be looking forward to seeing you tomorrow at 3. Until then, plug into your midweek service, and I hope you have a very blessed evening. God bless and good night.